0: Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rapaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rapaport, and me, Michael Rapaport, on the iHeartRadio Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, fam! I'm Simone Voice. I'm Danielle Robey, and we're the hosts of the Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin.
2: And my name is Ben Bolin. Uh, listeners might not know this, Scott, but uh, you and I have some silent partners in the podcast studio here. Yes, we do. Yep. Uh, and and you get
1: where I'm going with this. I am, uh, I'm sitting right next to Pablo Picasso. Thankfully, a censored picture of Uh, Pablo Picasso. I I didn't know that somebody had censored the picture, but uh, yes, there's a piece of tape discreetly placed over, uh, Mm. well, I'm sitting next to Pablo Picasso. Let's leave it at that. And he has a rather
2: confused artistic
1: expression. And I'm sitting next
2: to a very smug-looking Nikola Tesla. I see that. And uh, whenever we cover uh, alternative energy vehicles, Mm -hmm. uh, I always feel like I need to look to the left and this guy is looking at me like I'm getting my facts wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does have a uh, kind of a, a damning look on his face, like that, maybe – what did you just say?
2: That's true. That's true. But uh, you know what, Nick? You're going to have to sit this one out. I call him Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have to sit this one out because today Scott and I are going to talk about something that is actually fairly, fairly recent in the history of cars but now – uh, fairly ubiquitous mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, uh, frankly, kind of fascinating.
1: Yeah. This is uh, – to me, this is one of the cooler things that's out there. Have uh, you have you ever seen this in a movie? Seen this in – oh, oh. Um, the, these things? I think I have and I think I know what you're talking about. Like maybe there, there's someone still in the vehicle. Uh-huh. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, absolutely. All right. We're talking about car crushers and uh, and – what Ben's talking about is maybe that tense moment where uh, there, someone's pushing the button for the car to be crushed mm-hmm. and someone peeks out the window that, you know, had been knocked out previously. Somehow ended up in the back seat or was intentionally put in the back seat.
2: And the music starts and you hear the
1: overpowering sound of the hydraulic. Yeah, that's uh, right. Of the hydraulics pushing the plates closer and closer. Exactly. Or the kidnappee is still in the trunk of the car. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. That, that's enough to give you nightmares, I think. So
2: it, it sounds weird if you don't know about car crushers. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, a car crusher is just uh, an umbrella term for a number of different uh, devices that are used to compress the remains of a car after it's been stripped of anything you could possibly use. Think about the old idea of Native Americans killing bison uh, and using every part of the animal.
1: Like you want to try to get everything usable off of the car before you crush it. Wow. Wow. Is that weird? No, I, I don't know. I just didn't expect it to go to Bison and Native Americans, but uh, that's good. That's a good analogy because um, what they do is they take off, you know, let's say that uh, this car has desirable headlights that, you know, are still good. Yeah. They'll take those off. They'll take 10 minutes to do that. Mm-hmm. They'll take, uh, you know, chrome pieces off if they want to. You know, a good need. transmission even. Exactly. Yeah, these things are, are definitely, we'll call it looted for parts, but really mm-hmm. they own the vehicle, so I don't know if you can call it looting or not, but they're, <laughs> uh, they're, yeah. they're, Stripped of everything valuable, like you said, you know, valuable wheels or valuable uh, tires or valuable um, parts, even components, even like axles and things like that, or mm. engines. So um, here's a good question. Yeah, I,
2: and and stop me if I'm interrupting you. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, here's a good question. Uh,
1: why do we crush cars to begin uh, with? Ah, here's the here's the. Uh, the whole I guess the whole moral of this story is that uh, we crush cars because we like to make new cars um they're recycled eventually mm-hmm. and uh well you know I want to get to where they go after this because that's really yeah there's another step in this beyond even the car crusher mm-hmm. um that's it's really important, and maybe. Ah, boy! Dare I say it? Even maybe even cooler than a car crusher. But car crushers are still cool. Yeah, I'll go with it. There's a reason we put them in this order. Yeah, there's a reason we're talking about car crushers first. Mm-hmm. And really, that's kind of the, the the initial step in this whole process, you know. And, and we talk about how they're crushed. They're crushed down to. Ben, get this: a car can be crushed down to nine inches thick, which you can also watch on YouTube. Yes, yes, and that is really cool. I think it's it's neat. It's it's slow. Mm-hmm. It happens very slowly but you've really got to kind of wrap your head around what you're seeing in order to understand how impressive that is because you watch it happen and it just happens and you know they load another one on and they crush another one right on top of it and it looks easy it does look it, it looks so easy that it doesn't it doesn't quite sink in what's happening mm-hmm. that they're taking an entire automobile and making it flat as a pancake right in front of your eyes within seconds and that that to me is impressive
2: yeah we should also talk a, a lot of people who've seen uh, the films, most of my experience before doing podcast research here was with the car crushers depicted in movies, and those are kind of bale crushers, so yeah. they, they create a cube, but far more common – uh, will be what Scott and I are talking about where it's crushed into like a sheet. Now, I believe the cube ones,
1: I, I believe they have to have the engine, transmission, axles, things yeah. like that removed mm-hmm. uh, because those are some of the, the heavier items. You're crushing the uh, the frame and the, the shell of the car. Yes. And yes. Uh, those those are so impressive to see. That I mean, have you ever seen a, a, car or a truckload of square cars <laughs> headed down the road? You know, they're all bailed together. Yeah, I yeah. haven't in a long, long time because recently – I, and I have seen these. I've seen a lot of flattened cars. You know, they're, they're still the length of the car. They're all flattened down to, like we said, nine most inches, of them are yeah. about a foot thick. Yeah, and they're just piled one on top of the other. You may see twenty or thirty on the back of a, a, mm-hmm. a big flatbed truck headed down the road. Um, you know, they've been crushed by this this hydraulic system that puts out three thousand pounds per square inch, is what they say. That's again, listen to that number: three thousand pounds per square inch is what they're exerting. On a car in order to flatten it. And then do, uh, do a rough
2: estimate in your head, if you would, uh, about how many square inches your car is. Yeah, square and inches. And then multiply that by 3,000. Amazing. And Amazing. if you're as ridiculous as I am, this, this is kind of dumb, but over the weekend, when I was watching some car crushing videos, mm-hmm. I went out to, I was going to wash my car and I was standing out there and I was by the, uh, back end of the Monte Carlo by the trunk mm-hmm. and I put my hand on it and I just went, I looked around, you know, shifty eyed, probably my (laughs) neighbors already think I'm really weird. And then I just gave it a couple pushes just to see. And I was trying to picture
1: maybe the springs moved. If
2: the tires weren't on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I kind of bumped it a little bit, but if the, if the tires weren't on it, I thought, uh, is there any way that I could do more than make a dent? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just so strange to see these things crumble. So easily crumple rather yeah so easily and
1: you know what these with this I don't know the style that makes like a pancake almost we'll call it just a yeah. flat a flat vehicle um it, what's what's really kind of neat about this is I, I think I mean it, in a lot of cases they do take off parts that they can use the axles the, the sure. engine block and things but I believe Ben that they can now crush engine blocks with these things uh, because they do eventually go to another machine, <laughs> They can handle items like that. And in the past that wasn't true.
2: I'm I'm laughing because I could tell we'll we'll get through yeah, crushers yeah, yeah. and go. go oh shoot, we still Okay, we'll still
1: <laughs> hang on to crushers for just another minute.
2: Just another minute. Um it does make sense because uh more than half of a junk car is made from steel, mm-hmm. usually, on average. And there's a compelling economic reason to recycle this because mm-hmm. steel in a per ton price is is fairly profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you can take a machine that was made in the nineteen seventies and is still in operation, as several mm-hmm. car crushers are,
1: uh then it's just all money off the top, man. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's another remarkable thing about some of these car crushers is that you'll find that a lot of them, as you mentioned, you know, in the seventies um, they're they're getting up there in age, and you know what? They're still just as tough as they were the day they were built mm. because these things are built out of hardened steel. They have to be, you know, tougher than whatever they're crushing. They have to be uh, extremely um, just solid, solid machines that you know are well engineered. That you know they've they've. Uh, They've they've proved themselves in over decades of time, mm-hmm. just to be repetitive. I mean, you know the hammers and things that they use to to smash up the wheels, the grinding wheels. Those are replaceable parts. Those are consumables. Uh, but the the machine itself has to be able to, to withstand you know weather because these things aren't inside; they're outside. Right. They're they're massive, and um, they have to be able to, to like I said, be be stronger than what they're crushing. They have to. It, You know, stand up under these tremendous forces Mm -hmm. Um, and just, you know, the maintenance of them is important as well. You know, of course, they wouldn't last as long as they do without maintenance. But um, overall, extremely, extremely tough because some of these are approaching, you know, 50 years old.
2: Yeah. And uh, some of them are, as you would assume, gigantic. A lot of the older ones are stationary. Mm -hmm. uh, But from my understanding, more and more of the newer ones are actually portable. Mm hmm. And uh just just for a quick stat, now Scott and I were talking about this off of the air. Uh the Oh no wait, I can't do it yet. We have not to wait. Not yet. Okay, not sorry. Yet
1: because that's uh that's what we're coming up to. But you know if you want to look into the if you're guessing the price of something like this. Oh yeah, that's I, a good one. I I gotta tell you, I, I found this to be somewhat reasonable for what you're getting. Mm, I thought this was I remarkably don't... affordable. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if you're in the market for a car crusher, um ballpark. Around one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty thousand, mm-hmm. which uh, I don't know. It seems all right. It seems like you would make an awful lot of money if you were scrapping cars. You know, if you had a, a service bringing vehicles to you, and you know, mm-hmm. you you were uh, cemented in this this uh, this system. You know, you were yeah. you were somewhere in there where you had a supply and you had someone to sell to, and you know, et cetera. It seems like this would uh, would pay for itself awful quick. Mm-hmm. One hundred and twenty to one hundred fifty. That's I was expecting like a, a million. A now million that's not half. the
2: top of the line. That's not the best one. No, that's, that's a good
1: one. But that that will crush a car.
2: Yeah. Oh man! And you can see there. There's so many different types. There's one really strange one that I, that I saw. I say really strange. It was just unorthodox to me. Where the car was pushed through uh this frame that wasn't wasn't very large. And there's an operator standing by. And then there are two plates on either side. <laughs> like the walls, and they mm-hmm. push down and they are not large enough to crush an entire car. So you move it through in segments.
1: Makes sense. So you buy a smaller unit and uh, just make take a little bit more labor, mm-hmm. but uh, eventually it does the same job.
2: Yeah, eventually it does the same job. But, Scott, we've, we've gone through the steps. We've gone through the fact that the car is stripped of everything remotely valuable. Uh, in some cases, they can even crack the engine block now, mm-hmm. so they may leave that in if it's broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also need to mention... Of course, hazardous materials are removed. Like you don't want the battery in there when you crush it. Yeah. And uh, then the uh, – And fuel tanks. You oh, know, yeah. You want
1: to drain the fuel tanks. Absolutely. And, you know, there's, a, there's other safety procedures that they, mm-hmm. that they do along the way.
2: And then we get to the actual crushing. Now, if it's a large operation, they may wait until they've got a number of cars gutted mm-hmm. and then turn on the crushers so they can do this all at once. Mm-hmm. And then once they've got it all crushed, Everything's gone. We just have these
1: pancake piles of cars.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're not done yet. Oh, no. This is, uh. like I said, this is maybe to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually, I think it is more interesting to watch than the Crusher, I think. Yeah, I believe. I'll my go opinion. with you. Just yeah. my opinion. I mean, other people have differing, but um, you want to tell them where they go, Ben, after they're crushed? Well, once they're crushed, especially if you recycle, uh, you can't use just a
2: flat pancake car. You have to put it. You have to somehow get it into smaller
1: pieces. Make it manageable. You have to shred it. The car is shredded. Are you listening to this? It's shredded. This (laughs) is probably one of the cooler things that I've ever seen a car shredder. This is crazy. And intensely efficient. Mm -hmm. It's incredibly efficient. And uh, we're talking about massive massive machines right ben these are yes, these are the type of thing that'll be featured on you know like those uh massive structures or or yeah engineering marvels or, yeah or exactly one of those shows ben how are they typically measured when they uh, talk about um this is this astounds me yeah how are they measured when they when they talk about the size of these things now uh you're not talking about tons right no not tons but they do do that also but yeah yeah but what are some of the more impressive figures that you'll you'll hear Oh, I don't know. Measurement in terms of acres, maybe <laughs> acres large. That's right. It's it's measured in acres. That's how big this machine is. And you know, you'd think it would be something that's just you know fed. Like, think of your little office shredder, right? You know that you put paper into or something yeah. like that. A similar idea, in that it has cams and gears that that destroy whatever goes inside. But sure. on you know, cross cuts and everything. Mm-hmm. But imagine that on such a scale that you can dump a a vehicle that's been flattened into it, and Really, really ponder this when I tell you that they can put in sometimes as many as four at a time.
2: Yes, and it will in a matter of minutes eat the cars. It looks like that's the way I compare it. It looks like it is eating these cars. Yeah, yeah. And um, when when you check these things out, what what you'll see is that they'll take the crushed cars and they'll they'll diet pretty much digest them into these chunks that are about the size of an average human fist. Hey ben,
1: I'm going to I'm going to correct you here yeah, because here. I have got a number here that's dramatically different. What's that? It, you know you said minutes, right? Oh wait, yeah, you're right. This is this is, that may have been early on in mm-hmm. different types of shredders, smaller shredders. Yeah. Some of the shredders that they call the mega shredders the big ones, yes, these huge shredders that you said, acre, the acres, you know, yeah. acres they can take a car in and completely chew it up in three to four seconds. That is crazy. Three so, to four seconds. So even if they do
2: six cars at a time, uh, then that's still not a minute. Correct.
1: <sighs> Correct. So it's incredibly fast, faster than you think, really. Uh, and it does, it makes them into the size, you know, it takes a, a car, eats it, and what comes out the other side is um, – well, I think they described it as like fist-sized pieces of metal. Mm-hmm. You know, shredded different shapes and, and sizes, of course, but fist size is a, a good general rule for the size that they're looking for.
2: And one of the biggest shredders, uh, if we can talk about this one, mm-hmm. uh, was located in Elkhart, Indiana, owned by Sturgis Iron and Metal. Uh, this one had an 8,000-pound electric motor. The hammer spun at 175 miles per hour. One thing that is different between a, a car shredder and the shredder you may have in your home or your office is that these things, these, these belts that are turning that are actually shredding the cars –
1: uh can be thought of like hammers. Yeah, this hammer wheel that he's talking about is like a drum mm. that has great big metal uh protrusions all around it and it just spins and they can back that up and you know make it run forward and backward the yeah. belt that leads into it. And, uh, you know, that, that will just slam into the car and just, just crushes it into oblivion. And then it's shredded from that point with discs. And, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it, it's an incredible process that you, that you can watch. But, um, and it's all very high tech as well. Yeah. You know, there's an operator that likens, you know, you can watch these interviews with people that run these things and they say it's like playing a video game. And it becomes <laughs> that way. Now, they understand, you know, the danger of what they're doing. They understand, you know, what's happening and, and they really get, have a sense for, um, you know, just how dangerous this machine could be. So they're very, very careful about it. But the controls are very much like a video game. They're mm. watching screens that monitor the processes. They, of course, got a great view of what's happening. But at the same time, it's very dangerous too because, you know, things can be thrown out, you know, at bullet speed right. at them because the, this machine is, is really, really churning in order to devour cars at three to four seconds, you know, per car so um incredibly fast running machines but um imagine just i mean just take for a second to think what happens if you know it work you know someone on the line gets their you know their their shirt sleeve stuck in it they got to be able to shut that down quick mm-hmm. um really quick because you don't want to be anywhere near those jaws when they're operating
2: and did you get did you catch this little uh statistic that i found incredibly interesting uh the at least the shredder in indiana is so powerful that uh they have they had to build it on special dampeners. Really? To prevent seismic vibrations. Scott. That?
1: You know what that sounds like? What? A stamping plant. Stamping plants are built with, uh, instead of imagining floors, and this is the way you're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, the dampeners, I don't know what they were made of. But um, in, a, in a stamping plant where they have stamping machines that, that drive down from stories above to p- stamp out panels mm-hmm. in cars, uh, if you imagine like a, a post, a wooden post. Imagine that post driven straight down into the floor. So when you look at the top of the floor, you see, it almost looks like a parquet floor with, um, you know, the tops, you'll see eight by eight pieces of wood or four by four pieces of wood rather than planks like you would on a normal wood floor. Huh. And that's because the wood floor goes deep, deep into the ground and it absorbs it better that way because it's individual pieces of wood. So oh. they may have a similar thing going with them or maybe it was on rubber dampers or whatever. Yeah. But again, the same thing so that, you know, it doesn't get into the the underlaying rock structure, and well, it, it could destroy the building all around it. The machine oh. could. So um I understand what they're talking about, but this is something that was operating continually, twenty four hours a day, just churning out these these yeah. uh these cars or destroying these cars, rather. I think it was shut down, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I. We're – I'm not completely sure, but I believe so as well in, because we had talked about this. All
1: there's day. a – the company itself I think went bankrupt in 2008 or nine, something mm. like that. So uh, some of this information that you'll read online about it, you know, you'll know, you find some stuff about it being closed down. The, I think the entire steelworks or ironworks was all, shut all down. All of Sturgis. Yeah, exactly. But um, still, it doesn't take away from the, uh, the impressive machine that they had there. And, and there are others like it. Yes, that's that is true. It's by it's not
2: the last of its breed by any means. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should also point out to any would be entrepreneurs, uh, auto shredders are going to be more expensive than uh, these car crushers mm-hmm. we're talking about, just because
1: of the the technology and the the scale involved. Sure, I mean, they were invented in 1965. That's Ooh. when the shredder, the car shredder, was really invented uh, by Alton Newell, who was an engineer. Um, um had his own company, his own shredding company, and decided Mm -hmm. that this is a better way to do it. Because, you know, up until this point, Ben, the way that they compacted cars and the way they recycled cars was they would take them apart or they would they would, you know, take the individual pieces off of them and kind of cannibalize them. Mm -hmm. Or you know, after that was done, they would literally attack it with hammers and axes (laughs) and destroy the cars. And it would take sometimes it would take a full day Mm-hmm. To dismantle or destroy a car, or they would simply take a large machine like a like a tractor, and they would just drive over it again and again, again and, and again, again until it crushed it. And you could see these old videos of them crushing old cars or hitting them with axes and you know to take them down. And it was very labor intensive. And that's when Alton, who owned the salvage yard, said, "You know, I think there's a better way. Let's automate this whole thing." Mm-hmm. And uh, from that point, you know, it's just become incredible i mean we we shred papers with similar type things right we uh you know, it's a very very simple version of what you you see happening at the the auto salvage yards mm-hmm. but uh, if you live anywhere near one of these it's it's worthwhile to take a look at it you want to go see it in action or go online and take a look at some of these shredding videos
2: yeah if you're afraid of getting nailed with a fist-sized chunk of metal you can you can check it out online yeah. and for everyone who Wonders about this. I know I'm talking about the economic benefits, but there are clearly environmental benefits as well. Oh yeah. Uh, automobiles are the most
1: recycled consumer product in the United States. Is that right? Mm -hmm. I believe that because just the the massive quantities that are produced every day and then the massive quantities that are destroyed every day. Yes. Um, you know, imagine if we were taking all those cars and just dumping them into a landfill. Uh, that's enormous and that's what we were doing up until a, a certain point right, when i yeah. mentioned you know the tractors crushing cars those were just landfill material or mm. people would just abandon them out in you know in the desert or you know the uh, the the the, uh, the what's woods. now what's yeah. now the suburbs of <laughs> right. cities you know they <laughs> drive them out somewhere and park them in the uh, in the woods and just leave them mm. uh that happened often and um you know see so you've got these well piles of rusty junk laying around yeah. and uh now you know this is this is it's much more affordable uh, for everybody, if we continue to recycle cars like this, you know, if they they continue to use these old cars to recycle them, because you know, it's it's the cost of mining versus the cost of of recycling. Absolutely, and the recycling cost far outweighs the mining cost for new materials on these things. Uh, the the recycling uh, cost is far less than the. Oh, did I cost. say it the wrong way? No, yeah, no, I, I got what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: something like that. <laughs> so,
1: so there there we there we have it. You got you got anything else? Going? I do. Yes, I do, and this. You know, I have something that is a tremendous waste of time, awesome. and by that I mean, it's so interesting that I think you're going to end up sitting online watching these little short videos again and again and again. And uh, this, it- I promise, our car stuff listeners, this will not disappoint because there's a little something for everybody here. Okay, there's a place where you can go online, and all you have to do is type in into Google search type type in watch it shred. Yes! Okay, Watch it shred. Now, the interesting thing about this is that when you do that, it takes you to um, a site called uh, SSI, which is uh, Shredding Systems Incorporated, and they have done this really awesome thing. They've made short video clips of their product, which are shredders, Mm -hmm. shredding anything and everything that you can imagine. And this is often listener requests. Yeah, it's not um, just cars, right? No, no. These are these are people that, that write in and say in fact cars are very a very small part of this site. Mm-hmm. They they call in and they you know, they've got this, this machine that they call the monster, which is like fifteen feet tall, eight hundred horsepower, driving these shredding um looks like cams that destroy these things, whatever you put in there. And uh, they've got other shredders as well. They're very specialized, you know, for what they can handle. Mm-hmm. And uh, some can handle cars, some can't, some can handle metal, others can't. You know, some are for uh, bio, uh, biological material and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, you know, on and on. But they've got this incredible list of things that you can watch shred. And it sounds like you've been there.
2: Yeah, I, ch- I checked it out a little bit because I got there actually from uh, checking out Will It Blend? Mm-hmm. which is a similar idea <laughs> yeah. where they just – where there's a group of people who put things like cameras and yeah. stuff into blenders. And so I uh, I, had, I had seen some of this and I was just astounded because I actually saw it before we did any research for uh, the, the shredding mm-hmm. and the crushing episode that we're doing today. Uh, I was just amazed because it was actually the first time
1: I had seen a vehicle shredder. Okay. Now this – yeah, the vehicle shredder is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you there are some – Things that I may have found even more interesting to watch being shredded on this Willet shred site than a mm. car, and I don't know why that is. I mean, it was it, it's it's very very entertaining to watch a car being just chewed up and into yeah. nothing. But do you have like a top three? I, I've got more than top three. Awesome. I can quickly okay. go through them, and yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, going to exactly. describe them in detail. But you know, some of these you'll find more exciting than others. So these are Scott's favorite. But yeah, uh, shreds. I got to say, one of my favorite ones, I think, Ben, a 55 gallon drum. Oh yeah, yeah. If it catches when this this machine, they throw it in this this hopper, and as it kind of bounces around, they see these massive cams just you know just mm-hmm. churning, waiting for something to catch. And you know it's it's a round object, a big fifty five gallon drum, yeah, steel drum. As soon as it catches a corner, it just pulls it right in, sucks it right in, and it's gone. Does I mean, it ever bounce off? Or it does. Like it that? bounces around until finally an edge catches, and then mm-hmm. and then it sucks it right in. But you will not believe the speed that a 55-gallon drum disappears in this thing, in this hopper. It gives you an idea of you know, just how dangerous this thing is. If you know somewhere, <laughs> tragically, were to fall inside this thing, I can't imagine what would happen. I mean, it, well, I can. I can imagine what would happen. That's It'd the worst awful. part. Now, some of the other things that they throw in there, and these are things that you would never think could be shredded. A piano. What? then? Yeah, they can throw a piano in there, and it makes quick work. The, the key to this whole thing seems to be if it can catch an edge – it just continues to pull it in, and that's it. There's no escape, mm-hmm. none at all. Um, a plastic boat, which goes away quickly, very quickly. Uh, bicycles, soccer balls, which are entertaining to watch. Because, because they, they bounce around, They right? bounce all over the place, and then they're just popped one after the other. It's a group uh, of soccer and, balls. and when they do this, they, they do 30 or 40 at a time. Uh, they've got materials, you know, like used sports equipment that they need to shred for the material. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, bowling balls and pins. Ben, you can throw bowling balls wow. in this thing and it will shred them. And what comes out the other side looks like bits of ceramic. Uh, but to see it crushing bowling balls, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, amazing. I mean, again, 30 or 40 or 50 of these at a time. That's frightening. It is frightening because when you think about how heavy a bowling ball is and how yeah. tough, just how tough that surface is, I can't even imagine putting a chisel against it and hitting it with a hammer and making that do anything. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Something I didn't think they could do what was it engine blocks they can throw full engine blocks into this thing and it will chip away at them it takes a little longer mm-hmm. the sound is deafening but uh you know these big huge cams that, that grind this thing apart they just kind of chip away at it until eventually there's nothing left mm-hmm. uh, It's incredible to watch uh steel rebar which is also impressive couches um let's see tractor tires these enormous tractor tires just yep. shredded into nothing you know quickly couches, I mentioned couches, but yeah. other f- wooden furniture. Um, refrigerators, Ben. You could dump a refrigerator into there. That makes sense. It still weirds me out, though.
2: I'm still kind of stuck on the bowling balls. Bizarre.
1: The bowling balls are probably mm. one of the stranger things. I, I just, I can't even begin to tell you the odd things that you can put in here, but there's a huge list. You can search it mm-hmm. and you can suggest things for them to shred. The only thing I don't like about this site, this little thing, is sometimes you'll, you'll get one of these that they've done like a little skit. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm not a fan of the skits. They have a setup. (laughs) Yeah, kind of a setup. You're like, you know, the guy's out riding his lawnmower Uh and it doesn't quite work. And, uh, you know, so he gets mad at it and tips it over. And the next thing you see is it dumped in the shredder. I see. Things like that. But um, I I just like it when they just get straight to the shredding. Let's see it.
2: uh, Also, those hammers have to be replaced nearly every
1: day. Oh, my God. Right? Which is no surprise. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. If you've seen... Auto lines in process when they're uh, machining engine blocks and things, they have Mm -hmm. to replace the cutting material Mm -hmm. often, if not, you know, hourly. Uh, so the hammers, I can imagine, wear out quickly, too.
2: So if you uh, live near one of these outfits
1: and you're feeling <laughs> charitable and, and you if, want, you want your to hearing send us, still works well enough to be able to hear our podcast. Right. right.
2: And, and you want to send us uh, some photos of either shredders or crushers. We would love to check them out. You can post them on our Facebook. You can send them to us on Twitter. Uh, you can also read up on our article about car crushers on HowStuffWorks.com And you can send us an email directly
1: at CarStuff at HowStuffWorks.com.
0: Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future. Join HowStuffWorks staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes.